happy friday and welcome back to another episode so today is part two of george's interview if you missed part one be sure to catch that one we released it this week on tuesday but now we're gonna dive into part two more about traveling tips tricks just a little bit of everything but let's go ahead and dive right in you're listening to the pt assistance podcast with your hosts ken and laura thanks for joining for another exciting episode well and so that was my next question is like have you you've been doing it for almost you know what we talked about 10 years you're already on your ninth year like have you ever reached a point where you're just like i can't travel anymore and then what kind of kept you going started a new state or a new place it's like okay. it's just yeah so i've only had one bad assignment that was in north dakota uh, or maybe two bad assignments out of all of them but I just know that the 13 weeks or I mean, I've done, they're not all 13 weeks. I've done six week contracts, eight weeks. I did a 32 week contract. So they all vary, but usually they're all, they are 13 weeks, the majority of them. But like, can I have you ever get out of a contract if it's really bad. You can, I almost did, but I, it looked, it would have looked bad on my part. So I stayed, there was mm-hmm. not a good PT, but there was a traveler that came after me. He left before I did. He couldn't, couldn't stand the guy. Like he was yeah. always nitpicking, trying to find stuff wrong. And so the traveler, he was only there for like 20 days. He just, he said he couldn't were, stand Were it. you like, please just let me go. Just let me oh, go. Oh no. Like I, no, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad, but he was always trying to find ways to complain and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. He could play my recruiter one time and I was, but I've never had that ever happen before or after. So I don't think it was me. And if it's clear if another traveler well, was there and left, it was yeah. definitely not us. It was him. But I almost left, but I didn't. But I've had a few contracts that got cut short. So I had one in Washington State. My second week, they canceled it. But they, if you start, usually it depends on the company. They can do a 15-day notice or a 30-day notice. They can't just say you're your last day. They can't do that unless it's your first day of work, which happened to me last Last year, that happened to me. Ugh. I walked in, like, oh, we canceled your contract. Oh, it was in Virginia. I was like, oh, when? They're like, oh, about two weeks ago. I'm like, no one. My recruiter was no on vacation. Notified me. My recruiter was on vacation. <laughs> no one told me. Oh no! So his replacement. His, 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 his recruiter that was like covered for him never passed it on to me. So yeah, I was pretty pretty mad. But I found yeah. this place in Virginia. Then after that. So that, that it worked out. Yeah. You're like, oh, now what happens if for some reason, like you get sick or, um, you know, you have a family emergency come, like, how does that work? Do you get paid for those days? Do they kind of have built in sick days, a family emergency days, anything like that? Uh, I don't think they have emergency sick days. Uh, I know. Uh, I'm you, you, you won't get questions. paid. You won't get paid for that. <laughs> I don't think you would get paid for it if you left. Like if you had like emergency, yeah, you wouldn't get paid for it. Yeah, for travelers, we don't, uh, yeah, we don't build up like vacation time or sick time. Like when I was with Delta, we got if you worked like five hundred hours, you got like an eight hour reward day. But I use all those, but it was I didn't even know we had had those to like my like fourth year with the company. Like, oh, you can use reward day. I'm like, oh, I don't know what that means. My recruiter says it's like a it's like a personal day, so. Yeah, almost like you can use vacation time yeah. without. Like I, I went home sick one time and I just worked a half a day. I don't get, yeah, I don't get paid for that time I wasn't there. But Are they I never pretty had... lenient on that kind of stuff. Like if you're working a contract, 
are they yeah if something happens yeah if you're sick or like a death in the family or something they're they're pretty accommodating where they yeah because they're always gonna find coverage like have a pr in person come in or Mm -hmm. just lower minutes down if you're doing snip and home health I don't know. I've never ran into that problem. But home health, you can probably just move people to different days or work the weekend or something to make yeah. up for it. That's what I do for holidays. They won't have a traveler work a holiday because of time and a half. Okay. They, were, mm-hmm. they won't pay it. So you'll have to. <laughs> they're you know, you know, not worth it. You know, you know, yeah. They're like, yeah, uh, do you want to work a weekend to make up for it? Like a one day. So that's what I, that's what I did for Thanksgiving last year. I worked uh, the Saturday after. So Yeah. My my work uh, because I'm PRN I don't get holiday well not PRN but part time um I don't get technically holidays and they're like do you want to work a Saturday and I'm like mm, no no <laughs> yeah okay. it's I called no you're gonna answer that yeah they call it the the flex your flex a holiday that's what they call it flex yeah it. Uh, luckily uh, mine I I'm just like I'm I don't know I, I don't I'm mind so Saturdays <laughs> but I, I I haven't worked a Sunday since my second contract. Or my yeah, third contract. Like, I've no. never worked. A, I haven't worked a Sunday since. But usually Saturdays, once in a while. Now, do you get to kind of like I know with some sniffs, you go in and it's just kind of like, hey, show up by you know no earlier than six thirty, no later than nine, and here's your schedule for the day. Are a lot of your contracts kind of the same way, or do they kind of have a set schedule for you since your travel? Not for time, but like they they have like you have your schedule and then see everybody by the end of the day as much as you can I mean, it's obviously like the same thing yeah if you're at a permanent yeah it's so like i go right now i go in like eight i go i usually go uh when i go in when they're getting serving breakfast and i leave when they're serving dinner so in the lunchtime is when i take my lunch and yeah do documentation yeah. for the, the morning day home i did health. a little bit of a sniff and it was the same way i come in right at the telling of breakfast so like i get my schedule get everything mm-hmm. in order so then that way i can start going in and actually seeing them by the time they were done eating and home health's a little then, different usually it's nine till four like some a lot of patients don't want to be seen before 10 so that gets a little mm-hmm. tricky so i've i've seen therapists that would see people at like seven o'clock at night for home health which is ridiculous mm-hmm. i think but yeah <laughs> but like you have a I was like, do you have a preference between the inpatient or? Uh, I like health? them. I like them both, but I get worn out from home health. So like, I'll do home health like once a once every other year, maybe or like do like a. I haven't done home health since California, so I haven't done it since September two thousand twenty one. But it just okay. wears you out, home health. But sniff is really easy. You can basically you walk in, and I don't need an orientation really because I all the documentation systems are all the same. I just need like an hour. Get familiar with all the patients and i'm ready to go in the layout maybe of the building <laughs> you're like where do i just go where do i walk Which well i mean i can I, i'm pretty i can fit i can i usually figure it all out yeah you, like my last home health was funny because they want to give me a whole week of orientation i was like i don't need it they're like you want to you can see people tomorrow i was like yeah i can see people tomorrow and they were like they didn't know what to say Sweet. like we don't have a schedule for you i'm like well make one i was like there's no need to do it like, i'm ready because yeah, yeah. uh, they do po- they do point cares all on the tablet. So I've done oh, yeah. that so many times in other facilities. So I was like, I just need like an hour with this. And I'll, I can just familiarize myself and I'm ready to go. You're like, so, I just need to kind of know exactly how you guys like to run it. A yeah, because I had to do all these modules. Yeah, I had to do all these 
Yeah, usually your first day they have you do all these modules and stuff, like all this, yeah. like courses. And then after that, I was like, it's only like eleven o'clock. I was like, they have any patience for me to see? And they're like, not today. It's your first day. I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? Do the rest of the day? And they're like, well, I guess you're done. I'm like, all right. Yeah, then the yeah. next day, I did like a drive days. along with the, the, the therapist, and then I was on my own. Like, come the second, third day, I was on my own seeing patients already full schedule. So nice. Yeah, I, when, my first time home health that was not my first time for home health. They gave me a whole week because I had no idea about home health. Because in Pennsylvania, you can't do clinicals for home health, so like I didn't learn anything mm-hmm. from home. I didn't know anything about it until like my recruiter brought it up to me. It's like they'll do new grads; they'll give you a whole week training and everything. And I was like, "All right, oh, it's fun because because you're by yourself." Yeah, you're by yourself, so you don't have to worry about, and you make your own schedule. It's like depending on where you live. So, like, you want to see people further away first and work your way back toward you. So, you're mm-hmm. you get all that mileage, you can get reimbursed for it. So, you're not zigzagging across the county or counties. Because, Texas, I did like six, I did six, I did six counties in Texas one time for home health. It sounds like a lot. Jeez. Well, we the counties are county pretty here, small. So, I'm like, That's well. <laughs> Well, I think Texas has like 250 counties, but like they're all half an hour. You're in another county already and it's speed limits like 75 miles an hour. So you can get, you can do pretty around a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) And I would break it up. If I was in one, one area, I would see those people on like Monday, Wednesday, if they were twice a week, if I was in an other area, more driving, I was to five people that day, not like more. And then like, if I'm in one city, I will see like eight a day. So with the home health, because with the contract, is it normally your home health is per, you get paid per patient? Um, hour, with travel, how does it work? So hourly. just straight up hours. Hourly. Yeah. So usually they'll they they don't go by like daily. They go by weekly. So like some days, like for me, like this week, I worked two days that were over eight hours, but today was like seven and a half. So it's going to average out to forty. Cause they, yeah. And usually home health, you can do, uh, overtime. They'll give you overtime for home health. As long as you're productive, you see, like, usually it's 30 people a week, 30 points okay. they go by Some are 32, but as long as you're being seen as many as you can, they don't care if you get overtime. Like one time I had like 45 people I saw in the week. So like, wow. I got, so I build like 50 hours and I got approved of it. Yeah. Yeah, if I had like a like eight hundred miles driving or something like that, so I got like oh yeah, but so I got like yeah, like five hundred dollars back for gas because it was like fifty eight cents a mile. So mm-hmm. yeah, home healthy make the most money typically. For mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I know out here, like uh, most of our home health uh, agencies are you get X amount per person, and that's pretty much it. Like kind of oh. deal you. Yeah. Um, and so that's like if you're working for the company. So I wasn't quite sure if it was the same thing for travel, but it sounds like it's more of like a set. Yeah, they go by Here's the hours you're working. And yep. Yeah, so they go, go by. Yeah, so like hourly, I get like the like the bare minimum. Like I do it on purpose, so I get more for housing and like tax free stipend. So I get like fourteen dollars an hour right now, but that's mm-hmm. because I can get more money for housing. That's all tax free. Makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I think fourteen fifty now I get, but like my last company was I was getting thirteen fifty, but I was like you couldn't go lower neck because that'd be like a red flag for the IRS. <laughs> They're like, like what? Wait a are you yeah, like oh, well, yeah. So. 
and usually things if you look a little fishy yes yeah, especially traveling if like like when i did my home health my first home health in virginia i didn't have a virginia license as long as you have all your receipts and you you start working there my company they'll usually reimburse you like my first company reimbursed me for all my licenses nice. i've ever okay. had yeah like my california like, yeah, didn't have that, but they reimbursed me because I gave them all the receipts for everything, like the application, fingerprints, the Judas Prince exam. But yeah, what about like air airfare getting there? They'll give you like take a, your car or yeah, they'll usually give you like a traveling like a allowance, but because uh, when you sign a contract, they usually give you like one big here's your budget. So I usually don't do a traveling allowance, like I like the, the travel there because it's gonna come out of my paycheck anyway so i just have mm-hmm. so i usually have it like say to two hundred dollars they'll just like spread that across 13 weeks so each week will be more it's gonna you're gonna get the money eventually that you want it all up yeah. front or you want it yeah spread that in the long run <laughs> kind of yeah it's kind of back or... like when i was a teacher there was i, I had two options i could get summer yeah <laughs> pay in the yeah. summer or get so get, get less money throughout the whole year but you're getting paid in the summer or get more just paid in the school year but you get more money but not in the summer so that's how I did it. So I just did this, got paid in the summer. So I was getting paid for doing that nothing. That was my sister. So she's like, uh, it's spread out. So, you know, I got yep. a set amount and I got it for a month. My sister I also teaches out in California. <laughs> so. Well, being being a teacher, did you ever get the urge to be a CI? I know it's kind of hard being travel. You can't really. I don't think I've ever met a, tra- but... I've never met a traveler that was a CI. I've never had, I've never seen. He's like, oh, I don't think you can. How can you do it? I don't know. I Unless never, like, yeah. you're at a longer term facility, but you're not even technically. I do want to teach PTA at a, at a university or a college. I thought about it, but I don't know how to get started in that. But where I graduated from, the, the instructor of the program, she I told her about it, and she was, I can't remember what she said, but she said that I would, like, ha- I don't know how much I already had the education classes done. I just would have to probably do graduate level courses for yeah. it. But I've looked into some of it because again, like I had injured my foot. So sometimes it's hard for me to be up on it for too long. It never healed properly. Um, and so I kind of looked into it too. And it's, you do some places, a good chunk of them require like a master's mm-hmm. um, degree to start teaching and that kind of stuff so you do usually have to start yeah. back for it or something like that so it would definitely yeah, but, and if i was a professor I, I would take a big pay decrease probably too yeah because they don't get paid yeah that you much. don't get paid a, no they don't uh, more than teacher like high school teachers but yeah that's another reason why too i did traveling or even pta was i just want to make more money than i did teaching that was like the main thing and not worry about my job year to year especially within the rust belt up north where Cities are getting smaller. So there's less students. That's why yeah. I was laid off. <laughs> so do you feel since like, you've been... Oh, sorry, go, Karen, go for it. I was going to say, do you feel like oh. uh, our degree should be changed to a BS instead of an associate's? Ooh, Just throwing a real curveball. Uh, <laughs> you went for it. <laughs> the hot button. <laughs> well, there's only so much you can teach in two years. I mean, I learned a lot more in the field. I mean, I learned the basics in PTA school, but you learn a lot more in the field especially work work in different states or even like different older PTs or even newer ones. You just learn different stuff. So I, yeah, I would be, it wouldn't be a bad idea if it was a four year program, you can learn a lot and like do your last year as all clinicals and maybe three years. Yeah. 
I think for DPT, don't they, isn't there like their last year's all clinicals, isn't it? Uh, or pretty close I'm to sure it? Pretty close to it. Pretty, pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. I think it depends on the program, but yeah, the difference that I did, yeah, two years of the education and the yeah, last year so like back-to-back rotations. Because I, when I did my clinicals, we had a four-week, a six-week, and a six-week. That's it. I don't think that was... Same. Yeah. We and had a two-week... We, we, we had trimesters at my college. Yeah. So pretty much about the same. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think there's definitely some benefit. Like alone in our program, I feel like you could easily add like an exercise. Course oh yeah. Because it's like you don't know that many exercises until you get on. We the actually had a we had like, we had a therax course in my college. I wish we oh, had. Wow. One. Yeah, we didn't. We yeah, had modalities. We, we had a therax course. Yeah. So like the first program, like yeah. So we had trimesters. So the first mm-hmm. program was like your anatomy one with the lab and your gen ed classes, which I had to take one. I was pretty mad. I had to take a religion class and I was furious. <laughs> I, had to take I try to test history. I try to test out of it. I was like, I'll give you a test. I was like, I'll pass it. And they're like, we don't have one. I was like, well, that's not my fault. I was like, I don't want to pay money for it. I'm, I'm going to get an A in it. Cause it's basically religion is almost like a, just basically a history class. Basically. Yeah. So I was, I was like, about to say it was just required for your GRD, what you already had. I took one in well, I took one in college, but it was only the Jewish faith. It was just literature of the Bible, part one. So that's all the Old Testament. Yeah. They said that wasn't enough. I needed one of like all religions. I'm like, give me a test. I'll, I'll pass it. And they're like, we don't have one. I was like, come up with one. I'm not yeah. paying five hundred dollars for this class. <laughs> I had to take history of Nevada because in Nevada, I went to. I have my bachelor's in kinesiology. Um, and I got it from Cal Baptist University, and so it was in California. And in Nevada, they require all colleges to teach history of Nevada. So I had to take history of Nevada out here. Well, Nevada, like, this is Nevada this was a part of thing. well, Nevada was a part of what territory before it became a state? Do you I don't know. know. I don't. I don't even care because I didn't pay attention. I got enough sure, in that I'm, class. I I'm pretty sure it was I know Utah. more about I, Las Vegas. I think it was Utah. I'm pretty sure Utah territory was Nevada. I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it was, honestly, the, it was more on <laughs> like Mexican, just how Nevada set After the, American, like, Mex- the Mexican-American War, 1840s, like we doubled the size of like California, Texas, and everything in between. So it all became territories eventually. Yeah. I think you had us both be on the, the history side of... <laughs> it, was only two, it was only a two-year war. It was 1846, 1848. But uh, basically... Uh, James, the president, James K. Polk, he wanted a double size of the U.S. go from coast to coast. So he kind mm-hmm. of kind of ticked off the Mexicans to kind of engage them into a war. And basically that's what happened. And take it over, was over yeah. within, yeah, basically they're in Mexico City within like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. Uh, for me, the only thing I got out of that class was the fact that uh, if we do start going into a drought, uh California loses their water first, then Arizona loses their water, then us. So, you know, we've got some time. <laughs> that, that's good, all though. I got. That's how <laughs> that from the Colorado River. That's that's all that's important from <laughs> that I got in the back. That and a lot of it was used for bombing test site. So, you know, if we all grow some extra limbs at some point, we all know why. <laughs> and I'm trying yeah, we, we had, in that first some trimester we had to take uh uh, medical terminology and like basic yeah. physics principles. Then like the second trimester was anatomy two lab. Um, that was kinesiology and lab. 
Oh, there was one more class. Oh, yeah, I take human growth development, which I thought it was crazy because yeah. I took that class and for teaching, but they said it didn't count. I took that in, I so, took that in uh, undergrad, but we didn't have it in our program. But I did. I did have yeah, something like that. Once you got my, to the uh, third trimester, the first year, it was all. It was uh, intro to physical therapy, the PTA, then the lab. Um, you take patho. Early, yeah, patho and. Oh shoot! I can't think of the other classes. Patho and yeah, like neuro. Wasn't we neuro. took physical agents. We had ethics class. Ethics. Which was not the professor was not very ethical in that ethics class, which was I can't remember what that class was called. It was uh I can't think it was patho and I'll think of it eventually. But then the second year was uh modalities and then therac. Then the second trimester was general rehab, neural rehab, and then your third one was your clinicals. Yeah, we didn't. I have cannot think of that class. That's gonna make me. Mad I wish now. we had. I really <laughs> wish, like, because the thing is too is like we had some of our students were coming with um, backgrounds in sports or previous history in physical therapy, mm-hmm. but like a lot of them actually still were coming from like either like massage therapy or they've just transitioned over. Same thing, like they were teachers and they switched over things like that. And so a lot of them actually had no history of exercises at all. And it's like, I really wish they had done a better job of building out like how to properly progress, what exercises are really targeting what. Um, and I think that's something that could benefit mm-hmm. our field in general. Yeah, Cause I had a, but, a PT that was actually upset when like he hired PTAs when like they didn't have any background and like they didn't work out or they couldn't like explain exercises like, oh, where should you be feeling it? Why are you doing this? They couldn't really explain it. And he was just getting frustrated Okay, with some of the people he was that. hiring because we don't learn it, at least here. Not I, I, The thing is, is too, is like out of not just even our program, I would say that's all three programs in Nevada don't really teach it. It's not mandatory. And you would think that something like that would be mandatory across what isn't has to be in a program. That class was orth- orthopedics. Yeah, we had so we had. I just looked at. I just looked. I just looked at the whole curriculum. <laughs> I was like, I. I, I, I heard you click. <laughs> but I got all of them right. Me nuts. I got them all right though. All the ones. Yep. I got them yeah, all. Yeah, we had ortho. Oh my gosh, my ortho was so horrible. Well, I, our don't, ortho I don't remember that class. So bad. Uh, I only remember mine because they gave it to a professor who had never taught before and was going off of the old professor's like slides. And we literally went up and we were like, hey, we have a question on this homework. And he said, oh, I haven't even looked at it yet. And we're like, you assigned homework but didn't even look at it? Like, what the crap? And then our, you know, in your lab, you're supposed to be up doing things in your lab. Even our, who is now like the dean of the program, she was a professor at the time, came in and was like, are you, why are you guys just sitting? We're like, this is all we do is ever just sit. And he just literally explains special tests. And that's all we do in this class. And they're like. Yeah, I know this. Let me just tell you, he didn't teach after that. Well, I remember orthopedics. <laughs> we were the one here, and I was like, oh, we got screwed. <laughs> well, I remember orthopedics. That's when I found out that I had Oscar Schlatter's in my knee. I knew I had uh-huh. something wrong with my knee. I just didn't know what it was. And then we went over. I'm like, oh, I think that's what I have. Interesting, because you see that in usually adolescence. Well, I, I had it, I got it when I was like 14 years oh, old. Yeah. But it just my, yeah, your the tibia tuberosity just sticks out. Like, for me, it's like, an inch or two inches <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah i i, I it's funny I, I will say going through medical 
like anything medical, you do get a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A hypochondriac, right? Hypoc- you kind of yeah, like, when you think you like, have everything, do I have that? Like I have <laughs> Granted, six of those me, seven I practically symptoms. do have everything, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely entertaining. My favorite is, uh, I was always the guinea pig cause I always had, I swam, um, competitively growing up and then I've always had issues in general. Um, when I was younger, I grew one side, of my body grew faster than the other. So I was over about three centimeters off in leg length, arm length, like just everything. Um, and so that caused a lot of joint issues, you know, competitively swimming, being off for that long. So I was always the one in school who people were like, can I, can I, can I practice on you? Because Lori doesn't feel like a normal person. I'm like, thanks. Guys. Can I feel that arthritis already? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you guys want to feel crepitus? It's in my knee. Yeah, I've had right. like two knee surgeries already. <laughs> now even I'm like, Ken was going through school and I had, uh, I tore my Achilles not once. Well, technically I tore it once, partially tore it once. Um, but I had not one surgery, but two surgeries on it. Cause I had a reaction to the sutures. And at the time I had my surgery and everything, uh, Ken was going through PTA school and I'm like, here, practice on me. Go for it. Here's my foot. This is what you're going to feel. That's, you know, you're not going to get to feel in school. So he, uh, he had a little bit of fun like that. He would always go up to my calf and be like, it's jello. Oh, that's what atrophy I feels think, like. <laughs> I think like my downside is cause I went to when, when I was going through the program was when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So okay. like all our hands-on skills were just completely out of the drain. It was just like, all right, here are the, the Zoom meetings, here are the PowerPoints, here's our tests. We went to school like maybe once a week for like an hour. Yeah, I was like, how was that and during COVID? Did with especially like a hands-on uh, program. It was just yeah. all it just was theoretical at this point. Just like That's all right, crazy. this is what you would do if this is what you read into, but because yeah. we and just you never got, really were, got the practice. You were lucky, Ken, because Ken worked as a technician. Um, that's how me and him originally first met is when I took my first PTA job, he was one of the technicians there. And so he was still kind of working. So he knew a lot of PTs and PTAs. And so we were always kind of like here, practice on this for all the missed stuff. Pretty much. Yeah. Talk about it. And you kind of already had like hands-on experience prior going in. So like, okay, luckily you positioned yourself that way, but people in your class were screwed. You were talking about like, because uh, I, I went back struggle. to my college in uh, September and I graduated with 32 students. There was only four or four or five in the program that I was at at my college. That was oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because the, the two year, that the college, it closed and they went back to the, there was a branch campus. They merged with the main campus. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I think with COVID, it was just, even enrollment for the whole college was dead. Because it's a private college. Took a so, dip. Yeah. Because yeah. even when I was on campus, it kind of looked, it looked bare. Like there wasn't many people there. Well, and a lot of people too are like nowadays, they don't want to do in-person learning. And you, I'm sorry, you can't do the health care field and not learn in person. You just can't. You need to. You need that practice hands-on. And so... If that's something you don't want to do, then maybe it's not a field for you because you you're when you get into the role, you you're going to be hands on and everything like that. Oh, yeah. But I am curious because we kind of talked about this a little bit before we Uh-oh. started recording. <laughs> I but I am curious. This... Why do you hate or don't like outpatient as much? Because that's oh, rare. I, I, I feel like so oh. many people love it. 
I'll, and I feel I'll like say what I rare. I'll say what I said <laughs> earlier. I was like, for maybe it's different if I was full time, but traveling, I just got all the workers' comp patients, mm -hmm. and the, even what they were because I have to. I've only done two assignments, uh, two contracts on it, and then like their physician, you can't discharge them early because doctor prescribed like twelve weeks, yeah, like three days a week or two, or two days a week. And you can't really progress them because they're going to hit a wall eventually. So you're just doing like it's just a waste of time. I thought for me, not too much for the patient, but I was just like, I was doing the same thing over and over again. It just feels like, very repetitive. Yeah. Because yeah, I wasn't I given the more difficult cases or patients. I was given, because he's the one that made the schedule. The guy worked in Washington State. Uh, that, that was the contract where I got the one guy like left after like 30 days. And I almost left, but I still stayed. But it was, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was just the facility in general wasn't that good of environment i could see that like the facility i first worked at it was a lot of mvas so it was a lot of soft tissue we did because mm -hmm. we just had people coming in with so many you know muscle um spasms and that kind of stuff from accidents and that kind of thing so like i we did a lot which i didn't mind because um that's one of my stronger suit is honestly um stm is one of my hands-on strong suits uh, so I didn't care as much, but a lot of people, they same thing. They're like, I can't do any more soft tissue work. And I'm like, I don't mind it. I, I get it. You, sometimes it's nice. The place I'm at now, we get a mixed bag. We've got, you know, some young people who are coming in with, you know, leg discrepancies to older, you know, the normal hip replacement. So it's, it's a weird mixed bag and it's kind of, kind of nice. It's strange, but I could definitely, I will say I would. If I hear people who are like, I don't really like outpatient, that's the number one thing I think I hear is they're just like, it feels too repetitive. Yeah. And the other one I did was I was mostly at the hospital and I was doing outpatient in the afternoon when there was like overflow of patients, like mm -hmm. people that worked during school. So I would see two people in the afternoon, like three and four o'clock. I was mostly in the hospital in the morning and early afternoon. That wasn't as bad. But the first I was like, one, I feel like that's not true. I like outpatient because it's one well, of Well, it's still outpatient. Yeah. <laughs> it well, is, they, but it's... And they told me too in the interview, oh, you would do home health. And I never did. And I was pretty ticked. Uh, I, oh, yeah, so you were going in with a different home health you know, hospital and yeah. then it'd be an outpatient hospital. Total, total different if you got the mindset coming in of so yeah. pick something else. And and that, was an 18, that was an 18 week contract. That well, one. On that note, though, curious is how do you approach something like that then? If they kind of led you to believe it's something, but it's not, can you get out of your contract that you way? Can't, you really you can, you but like I just said, any? I just said I signed it. Might as well do it. Yeah, and but it like, wasn't it, it, that wasn't a bad contract. That your, wasn't a bad one. Recruiter. Yeah. Okay. Any problem, you can always talk to your recruiter. She's your spokes or here she's your spokesperson. Any yeah. problem arises. Or your advocate in a way. I have actually never talked to my current recruiter. I've never talked to him. I've only he only goes by texting or on his computer. Okay. I've never. I don't even know what he sounds like. <laughs> I just know it's a guy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those times where you like actually like talk on the phone. And you're like, that's Man, not, it's not the what voice I thought you I would had. sound like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know it. I just know his name. That's all I know. And he's been in the recruiter okay. for like like five or six years or so. But my other other company, I, I would talk to them all the time. I still talk awesome. to the one. I called her like a, a couple months ago about if there was any jobs available in Virginia. 
Yeah. I was looking. It was like a right at the end of the around. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I know we've gone kind of long. Yeah, I had one more question. Oh, go for it. I can talk so, all. I can talk just, all day, guys. Right? So we're, <laughs> well, we're just, I, we're I just getting started. Question, but... <laughs> getting started. I'll, right. I'll, have, I'll have one more. <laughs> I got be, one more. It's gonna be four part uh, <laughs> episodes. Um. So I know we asked Grizz this too because he's also a travel PTA, and we kind of talked about how outpatient get a little repetitive, doing the same thing over and over again. And for our field, it's so common to get burnt out. Like people talk about burnout all the time. They don't want to do it anymore. People have left the field already. Do you feel like travel PTA is something that can prevent burnout? Do you think like because you're always switching assignments, you always have a fresh new take um, everywhere you go, essentially? That's I've never experienced burnout. I know travelers have had that. that, But with I guess with moving so much, because I've zigzagged across the country several times like that can get wear out people especially older people like just jump up and move <laughs> like going from mm-hmm. pennsylvania washington state then to texas then back to pennsylvania then to new mexico and i'm doing a drive with i'm doing that drive in two to three maybe four days just get there as quick as possible and set up yeah yeah I've never yeah. been burned out, maybe from home health, but not from the field in general. I but been the nice out. part is if you said you were getting a little burned out when you just hop over to a different kind of. Yeah, just go to a different state. It's easier to kind of take the break, yeah. too. Like, say, like you took that two month break and stuff like. Yeah, like at one point I had I had 11 licenses. I was licensed in for states. 11. Oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I had Washington, I got one. Washington, <laughs> Oregon, California. New Mexico, Texas, North Dakota, Georgia, um, South Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, and New York. (laughs) Now I just have Georgia and Virginia and Maryland. That's all I have right now. Do you just let them kind of die out and you just don't renew them or like? Yeah, I'm like North Dakota. I I was never going to work there again. So I let it lapse. (laughs) But like I renewed really the majority of them. I got Calif- most of them are two years, but some are one year only, and some are yeah. Like Nevada's one year. Um, however, though you have like two years after you let it lapse, if you don't renew it, you have two years to renew it before having yeah. to pay everything. Like yeah. go through everything again to mm-hmm. like apply. So it's kind of like you got like a three or like a two year gap that you you can get away with anyway. Like I let. Let my laps for like it's like a washington state and i think oregon are every year california was every two years texas yeah. new mexico the only one that's three years is new york that i've had but yeah I and they're all different prices like they're to renew them and they all have different ceus well for your renewals uh Will your company pay for all the renewals for like all eleven of those, or will they no. be like, yeah, we're only the one you, for the ones that you work only in. ones you work in? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like Virginia here, so, I've I've only been with my company now for Virginia. They reimbursed me only one time. That was it. Okay. Well, I guess we'll kind of. I'm sure we already kind of talked about this, but we're probably going to split this up into two episodes. <laughs> I'm sure we could talk all night. But I did have one probably final question for you because I'm not going to lie. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's dinner time. Are you going to ask me for food? <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. What do you eat? Um, pizza. That's completely side. I'm a pizza. Actually, that kind of sounds good tonight. 
I, I'm getting over being sick, and I feel like this is the first day where my appetite actually is kind of back right now. Like, I haven't wanted to eat, like, in the past, like, week. And so, like, my husband's, like, forcing food into me. Um, but my question was, if you had to give one advice to someone who's looking into switching over to travel, um, what is your advice? I know. Hmm. It's a it's a tough one because I'm sure you have like more than one. Well, they have to, to get they have to like be flexible because a okay. lot a lot can happen like mm-hmm. contract canceled or maybe can't find housing. You have to commute maybe forty five minutes or something to your job um, just to be flexible that way. Or like me, I great one. I've always lived with roommates. Like I live in a house and there's like four other people here. Most travelers like to live in their own, have their own apartment, or uh, I'd rather live with people because it's going to be cheaper. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't blame you. I'm, I'm like, I have all my contracts. The most I've ever paid was 1150 a month. For housing? Yeah. And I was in Virginia, but the cheapest was zero. <laughs> hey, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. I lived with my brother. And yeah, I was about to say, how did you get away with that? Well, that was, okay, yeah, right. I lived with my brother in Baltimore <laughs> and he didn't ask for like for a monthly fee or anything. I just had to help out like with his dogs and stuff. But That's like, like the, my brother right now. He's living, he took a contract right next to my parents. And so he's uh, living with my parents. So, and the most, the cheapest I've ever paid actually was four twenty five a month. That's not most, bad. Yeah. That's, but big thing is just being flexible because you don't know. Yeah. What yeah. That's, you can have a contract canceled. They can hire a full-time person. It's canceled or their census goes low. I've had both things happen to me. Um, but, yeah, those are the big, sense. yeah, those are the big things. It was, the people big. like to travel, especially if you're young and you have a lot of like student loan debt. Most people travel just for two, three years. And then they find like, a place, place they travel to and they want to settle down but that's why i'm, I'm just going to settle but down but you can still i was about to say you still prove that you could do it for a good oh yeah time. You're i've had travelers that years. i met travelers that were after their kids are in college they start traveling like in their 40s and hey, 50s that sounds like a good idea mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah when i was in north dakota right. when i was in north dakota that there was a pt there she was in her think in her 50s and her kids were in college so she started traveling it's never too late <laughs> she wasn't married anymore yeah. it was extra divorced though so that's what she did no makes sense well again i, I know thought you were gonna ask I've, me about food <laughs> <laughs> no right. i was just like hungry. i'm my i'm here with my stomach growl like i'm, I, I, it's, I'm it's, surprised it's the mic's 10 o'clock not here already <laughs> yeah it's uh just turning seven for us so i'm like and again i haven't I had like half of a meal today, which is more than I've had in the past couple days of like, and then actually being hungry. And now I'm actually like hungry and I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. In Nevada, we've got like the common cold just running rampant. And so unfortunately, I had a big salad. I get sick once a year and last week was it. So... But no, I think we gotta find what you gotta the do. Dogs I eat. I eat a lot. Of health, a little bit. I eat a lot healthier now than I did when I was younger. I used to be like 260 pounds, and I've lost 80 pounds since then. 
<laughs> yeah, nice. I was much better. I will admit, I was much better when I was swimming. Um, and that's one thing I regret, regret in general is they never really taught you how to eat healthy during and after. And so your appetite stays the same after you stop and that's a struggle. And then with me, I, my foot injury has been going on since 2019 and I have trouble, um, just walking, <laughs> standing. Moving. So yeah, moving. moving, yeah, Ken <laughs> knows. Um, in fact, I'm seeing another doctor here soon hopefully maybe can do something about it um but yeah so it's always been a little troublesome but i will tell you if you ever get injured makes it really easy to relate to patients but again we want to thank you so much for coming on yeah thanks for having me we'll probably reach out again and have you join again do do we have to go over some like stories oh boy i have a lot of a lot of home health stories i have a lot home health stories Dive Thank into you. those again. Home health kind of scares me because of some of the stories. Oh my gosh, but I'm, I'm you don't know what you're... I'm, I'm all for them. <laughs> I've been bit so by we'll a... have a little half story time with you. I've been bit by a dog. What I said, no spoilers. Oh, I was like, I cliff notes, yeah. Okay, cliff notes. Okay, we'll probably uh, bit by a dog. Up there. <laughs> I, I got... I've been bit by it, and then we're just gonna cut it off right there. <laughs> okay, you're gonna have to, just... you're gonna have to... <laughs> I'm just <laughs> going to the wrong house for trying to see a patient, go to the wrong house, and just. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's and there's some, somebody story. else there. But again, we'll have house. you on. Yeah, going to a house <laughs> in Virginia. And there's a loaded gun on the table. You run into all kind of things. Oh gosh. Like yeah. Had, okay. Uh, We're definitely having okay. you on for story time. It's <laughs> okay. really just going to be and that's story just a time. Maybe I feel like it'll entertain you. Oh my not, not too much from that, sniffs, but... but definitely home health because you're out. Home health has all the stories. Oh my gosh, a lot of hoarders, a lot of. Oh, see, that's what terrifies. See, this is what terrifies. Oh yeah, me. but that's know. that's why home health is fun. It kind of makes up for it, all the stuff you see. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I might Especially like with the patient. Oh yeah, oh, just try home health. You'll love it. No, I'm serious. It's fun. That's what everybody says, but I don't know. No, you. It's like habit. A lot of people are hesitant. I was hesitant too, but when I I did it, I was like, I really liked it. It just there's a lot of work outside of doing like you're on your own and which is nice but do documentation at home then calling everybody make your own schedule that's the hardest part yeah yeah i was about to say i feel like i would actually enjoy that because that's stuff i, I feel like there's a lot more freedom in it too there's a lot yeah. of freedom because you're basically on your own and your pt is filled by my phone it's like you're running or, in a way your own business mm-hmm. but not having to and you run into nur- like the, you run into the home health nurses and ot's you run into them if they're seeing the same people or if you're in a yeah. alf or ilf they might be in the same building you are so you run into people as you yeah, work makes sense. Yep. but yeah so we'll definitely have you on again okay don't worry about that if you're down for it which it totally sounds like you are we'll no, have down. some story time with you <laughs> no. And, um, but again, thank you guys all for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying all of these interviews and learning so much. We learn so much every single time and we find them so much fun, um, and knowledgeable too, but don't forget to check us out on our Instagram and then also the YouTube channel. Uh, we're getting back to posting a little bit more there. And if you guys would like to be on the podcast, we are always looking for some um, new voices and everything, too, because we love getting all the different experiences. Go ahead and reach out to us. Again, you can reach out to us via Instagram or also via our email. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. Anything I left out, Ken? 
Um, the only <laughs> thing I can think of is uh, if you do want to talk to Geo George, if you have a preference, um, uh, on the disc. Yeah, Geo is my nickname. <laughs> We'll that's Gio. what you are on the discord so that's why yeah like, so that's, what was, that's what i was gonna bring up i was like if anybody has any questions for you um feel free to join the discord yep and then they can always yeah. kind of pick your brain a little bit more and we'll go from there a few people have picked yeah. my brain already on discord awesome. yeah yeah i love that i do love that discord it's it's so much just yeah it's I've, fun to have a community yeah how, how many how many members how many members are on it now I think we just reached a hundred. Hundred, yeah. Okay. I think Nick that's just right because you're, gonna, you're yeah, that's right. There was gonna be a like a special like giveaway, like giveaway like, soon, I think. yeah. I know we're so gonna we're gonna just get that to keep growing. Do a giveaway here soon, I think. Ah, too. cool. So Eventually. check out for you'll get a little sneak peek. It's we just have a little all right little thing made. I don't have my so, yeah. my beer glasses that are in there, but I got my coffee mug here. Yeah, I yeah. This is <laughs> nice. what I do. This is my pro my hobbies from when I was downtime. But yeah, that's a whole nother story. Um, but yeah, Minor. all right. Play, play the drums. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't got it. You take your drums everywhere you go. No, just my sticks and my practice pad. Oh, okay. Uh, I could yeah, my drum set would fill this entire room up. That's why I was like, man, that would be uh, <laughs> yeah. I had quite the mission up, taken everywhere. That's back at my parents' house. I can't. I wanted to get an electric drum set, so that's smaller and easier for noise. Easier. Yeah, for, especially because you can control, yeah. control the volume. But that makes sense. They're expensive though. They're like the top of the line is like nine thousand dollars. Cool. Just, just take yeah. another uh, job by your brothers and stay he's for free. In, he's stay in. Them. Yeah, he's in urban Baltimore now, so I don't know about doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> well if you ever do come out to nevada you let us know though again you will we are always down to hang out um but thanks again george so much for coming yes, on thank we you thank really, you really appreciate it and we'll talk to you guys soon yeah so let's go ahead and wrap things up thank you so much for listening be sure to like share do all the things follow us on instagram check out the youtube also join the discord um you'll be able to meet george there ask him more questions if you have any follow-up questions and until then i hope you enjoy the weekend and we'll see you next time take care The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.